Thank you very much. Every song, morning and evening, has been a blessing and has been a preparation in our heart for the message. And I'm going to preach a message tonight, a truth that all of us know or should know. And uh, But I believe a reminder is important and perhaps there are children that need to understand uh, the truth that I preach. In Matthew chapter 23 is one of Jesus' strongest sermons. I think he said something about Sunday school in here. and uh, But anyway, he speaks to the Pharisees and uh, I'll get into the message in just a moment. I'll preach on the subject, which is greater, the gold or the temple. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd bless the preaching of your word. Thank you for the message of song we just heard. Thank you for the praise of voices to sing Alleluia. You're a wonderful God. It's overwhelming to realize that we get to know you and serve you personally. And thank you, Lord, for the blessings. Thank you for the strength. Thank you for the calmness, the peace that only you can give. And I'm glad, Lord, even in the midst of the storm, to be in your hand is a safe place. Bless the preaching of your word tonight, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As I was reading in just regular Bible reading, and I came to Matthew chapter 23, just going through a group of chapters of the Old Testament and New Testament, verse number 17 and verse number 18 uh, caught my attention so that I went back and I read it again and I read it again. In verse 17, you fools and blind, strong language from the Lord Jesus. For whether is greater the gold or the temple that sanctifieth the gold? Strong question, strong words. I know in this chapter that Christ is teaching or speaking to the Pharisees. I'm not sure he taught them, but he certainly let us know that they were wrong in all that they said and did. And he pointed out how that everything they did, they did it wrong because they didn't do it for God's sake. They did it for selfish sake. The Bible is not for me to glory, it's for him to glory. And that's what he was saying to these Pharisees. You see, they would take a part of the scripture that they enjoyed. They'd take a part of the scripture that they could live by, and they would take just that part, and they would make it a standard of everything for everyone, and they would judge everyone according to their standard of the law or the part of the law uh, that they would enjoy. For example, uh, some folks judge whether they like a car, an automobile, it's funny in different ways. Some folks just choose a car by its color. I just want a red car. I don't care what kind, I just want a red car. Just Henry Ford said the customer can have any color they want just so it's black. Uh, that's what Henry Ford said about the T-model. Uh, some uh, want a car just by its brand. Some want a car, some like a car by its price. You just go, you got so much money, you, you like the car, it fits your price. Some like it by its speed. Some like its fuel efficiency. They make a decision based on fuel efficiency. So some, they think a car's best because it's their favorite color. Some like a vehicle just so it's a Chevrolet. Some like a vehicle just if it's fast. 
Some like one, some like it gets 40 miles per gallon. That's the standard. That's what it has to be. Of course, a wise person gets all of this if they purchase a Ford. <clears throat> Thus an example of a Pharisee. And so they would take what they liked best and they would judge everyone based on what they preferred. And Jesus said, you're a Pharisee. You're blind. And you're trying to be a guide and you're a fool because you think the scripture is just for you. Picking the parts that they liked and they taught them as the standard of what is right or what is best. Jesus comes along and says, you know, fellas, the truth is all of it's right. And all of it's good. And we don't obey it for our glory. We obey it for his glory. Of the areas that Jesus addressed, the area or the part that we read was the area of oath. Let me explain it to you. Anyone who's ever been a witness in a court case, before you would give testimony in court, uh, the bailiff of the court would bring a Bible and uh, you would lay one hand on the Bible. Now, why do you do that? Because it's the highest standard of truth. It embodies the truth. So you put your hand on the Bible, you raise your other hand, and uh, you take an oath or you affirm that every word you say will be the truth to the best of your ability, and you do so on the authority of the Scripture. Now, that's the illustration of what Jesus is talking about here the Pharisees would take an oath or they would say this is valuable based on the gold that the temple was made out of. You understand the temple was a beautiful edifice. I mean it was an amazing thing to see the gold that was in there. My wife and I were in Mexico a year or so ago and I took her to a church that I had been in and uh, I, I'd never seen a building like that, never seen a building that actually had gold as a part of the structure inside the building. And uh, that's what this building was. And the Pharisees would say, just as sure as the gold on the temple, my word is true. And that's what they would say. They would take an oath by the gold of the temple. He went on to say, he said, you would measure the gift given in the temple or the sacrifice made in the temple. They would say, wow, that's a really big gift. Just as sure as that gift is big, I'm telling you the truth. They would take an oath on the gift. They would take an oath just as sure as the heavens are great and wide and mighty so sure is my word. But Jesus comes along and he says to them, the gold is valuable, but it's not near as valuable as the temple that the gold is put upon. The gift is important. The sacrifice is important, but it's not as great as the altar. The heaven is important, but it's not as great as the throne of God that sits on the heaven. It is the temple that sanctifies the gold. It's the altar that sanctifies the gift. It is the, it is the throne of heaven that sanctifies the heavens. Now, he was saying to them, while you are impressed with the gold, I want you to be impressed with what goes on in the temple. Are you with me tonight? 
Now, all three of these things are important. The gold, the gift, the heavens, and they are a part of what God has asked for. The gold was the best a man could give. The gift or the sacrifice was to be the best that a man had to offer. The heaven is amazing and overwhelming and above all things. These are good and right, but they're not to be more valuable in our eyes than the object that made them sanctified or made them more valuable. If I told you tonight I had a silver and gold trophy uh, that uh, a high school basketball team won that I was a part of in 1980, you might say, that's neat. Or you might even clap. But if I told you I had a silver and gold trophy that was the championship trophy won by the Kentucky Wildcats when Coach, uh, coach Adolph Rupp was the coach. He would say, wow, let me see it. You understand? The trophies may have the same value, but who won the trophies made the difference. May I say tonight simply, I'm thankful for all that you and I get to do, but who we get to do it for is most important. The purpose of the message is very simple. In fact, it is known. We understand that we don't just serve, we serve God. We don't just sing, we sing to God. We understand that, we know that tonight. But as we enter into this Christmas season and into this month of December and we hear all of the celebration, we hear all of the songs and we take part in it, I enjoy those things, but I don't want to become as the Pharisee to judge life by the things, but by the God of those things. If we're not careful, we judge as did the Pharisee and we make the wrong judgment. This statement, the song of the singer is important and good. The song we just heard was a blessing. The song of the singer is important and good, but the one we sing about is the greater of the three. While the singer is a blessing and the song is a blessing, but the one we sing it to, that's what it's all about. You can have a poor singer and a not so good song, but if it is sung about him, it's still great because of the one we serve. The sermon of the preacher is important and good, but the one he preaches about is the greater of the three. The work of the servant is important and good, but the one the servant serves is greater than both the servant and the work of the servant. The work of the musician is important and good. The music of the musician is important and good, but the one the music is about is the greater of the three. I say tonight, lift your attention beyond the things we use to worship him and do in fact in heart and mind, soul and spirit, worship the creator, the sustainer, and the savior of the world. The celebration of a holiday is important and it is good, but the one whom the holiday is about is the greater of the three. The prayer of the Christian is important and good. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and the prayer of the Christian is important and good, but the one to whom we are praying is the most important of the three of the prayer of the Christian and the God. The lesson of the teacher that the... Uh, that the, t the lesson of the teacher is important, but the one that we teach about is more important than the three. The offering that we give to the Lord is important and good, but the one we give it to is the greatest of all, for he 
is the giver of the greatest of all gifts. In one we sing to, the one we preach about, the one we serve, the one we pray to, it makes the song, he makes the sermon, he makes the music, he makes the celebration, he makes the prayer even more valuable. I was sitting on an airplane beside a man leaving Detroit and flying somewhere in the northeast and the man beside me was a Muslim and he prayed for the entire trip more than an hour. I admired his devotion. But his prayer had no value because he was not praying to the living God. While his devotion to prayer, his dedication to prayer, his dedication to the tenets of his religion, uh, it could be admired. Oh, but dear friend, it's not the prayer. It's not the prayer. It's the one that we pray to that gives the prayer a greatness and gives a power or sanctifies the prayer that is prayed. I say tonight, we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords as the choir sang about tonight. I believe gospel music is the greatest. I believe it's the greatest because it sings about the greatest one. I believe preaching about Christ is the most important and valuable speeches of all, of all lectures, of all lessons, of all instruction that will be given in this week. They are important, but preaching about Christ is most valuable. Why? Not because of the preacher, but because the one we preach about. Praying to Christ is the only valuable prayer because it is Christ that we pray to. Music about God is the greatest music on earth because it is God that the music is for. Lessons about God are the greatest lessons on earth because it is God the lesson is about. Money given to God is the most important money that we use because it is the God that the offering is given to that makes the giving most valuable. Now don't forget the value of the gold. Jesus did not say the gold is not valuable. He said the temple is greater than the gold. Now don't forget the value of the gift. The gift on the altar did have value. He said, I just don't want you to think that it has more value than the altar it's given on. He's saying, don't, don't think I'm being negative toward the heavens. They are great. The grandeur, the amazement, the, the wonder of the heavens and the skies, and they are amazing, and I'm not belittling them. I'm just saying the throne of God is greater than the heavens. And so with the gold, he was not being negative toward the gold. He's just saying the temple is greater than the gold. I believe when you preach, you ought to give it your best. In fact, you ought to give it your gold because it's God that we preach about. When we sing, I believe we ought to give it our best. We ought to give our gold. We ought to give our best. We ought to pray. We ought to prepare. We ought to practice. We ought to be ready. We ought to give it our gold because it is God that we sing about. When you play an instrument, give it your best. Give it your gold. Give it the best ability that you have for it is God that we give our gold service to. When you serve, give him your best. Don't give God your second or your third or your last. Serve him and serve him first. That's why we attend church on Sunday. That's why we give him the first day of the week as we set 
uh, the standard for the week and we, we begin the week by worshiping him uh, when you serve. Uh, give it your best. Give it your gold because it's God that we're serving. When you celebrate a holy day, give it your best. Give it your gold. It's God that we're rejoicing about. When you pray, give it your best. Uh, don't just pray lazily. Uh, pray on purpose. The effectual fervent to prayer of a righteous man availeth much. When you pray, give it your best. Give it your gold because it's God that we're praying to. When you teach, give it your best. Give God the gold of your teaching. It is God that we're teaching about. When you give, give first and give it your best. Give it your gold because it is God that we are giving to. When you're going to be in the company of people that are of authority, people of leadership, people of importance, people of power, we prepare in the best way we can and we should. We prepare with our best clothes, uh, clothes, our best appearance, our best behavior. I'm saying tonight we ought to give God our very best. He wasn't saying the gold is not important. There's a reason gold was chosen. There's a reason that gold was given. He said admire the gold but don't miss the temple just looking at the gold. I believe the songs of David are the greatest songs ever written by mortal man, and yet they are because of whom they're written about. I believe the sermons of John the Baptist were the greatest, and Jesus said there was none greater than John the Baptist, but they were great because of the Christ that they pointed people to. The music of Asaph was the greatest music ever composed, and yet it was so because of whom it was given to. The lessons and Proverbs of Solomon are of the greatest lessons ever taught, and yet they are so because of the authority of whom they were written. The giving of the two mites by the widow woman was great, not because of the amount and value, but because it was given not only out of sacrifice, it was given to God. It was whom that it was given to. The songwriter said it like this, give of your best to the master, give of the strength of your youth. Throw your soul's fresh glowing ardor or passion into the battle for truth. Jesus has set the example. Dauntless was he, young and brave. Give him your loyal devotion. Give him the best that you have. Give of your best to the master. Give of your strength of your youth. Clad in salvation's full armor, join in the battle for truth. Give of your best to the master. Give him first place in your heart. Give him first place in your service. Consecrate every part. Given to you will be given. God, his beloved son, gave, gratefully seeking to serve him. Give him the best that you have. So Jesus said we have here the gold and we have the temple. We have the gift of the sacrifice and we have the altar. We have the heaven and the thrones. He said you measure by the gold, I measure by the temple and what goes on in the temple and its purpose. I'm not saying the gold isn't important. I'm just saying don't miss the purpose of the temple by the gold. He is saying here uh, uh, the uh, gift is important, but the altar, uh, that is the place where the gift is laid. That's where the sacrifice is made. And yes, the gift is important. And yes, the sacrifice is important. 
Ah, but don't you miss the purpose of the altar, the cleansing, the sweet-smelling odor or savor of our prayers that are given to God. Those are what's most important. The heavens, yes, they're beautiful and they're majestic and there's nothing like them in all of the world, but don't miss the throne of God that is in the heavens. I say tonight, I thank the Lord for the men and women that serve in this church. I spent time today thanking God for those that give of their best to the master. I thank the Lord for every teacher from Sunday school to Christian education. I'm thankful for every deacon, for every bus driver, for every servant, for every soul winner, for every witness, for every custodian, for every bit of maintenance work and cleaning and mechanic work and singing and instruments and nursery and every single part. I say tonight, let's give him our best. But our best is not the standard. Who we give it to is what's important. As I listen to the choir sing this morning, one of the songs I believe that's a part of the Christmas cantata next week, I was so blessed I, I, I just, I enjoyed it so much. As the men began the singing and the, 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 the bass of the men led, I thought the song got better as it went along. But I thought, what a wonderful song of praise. And I said, Lord, I hear the music and I enjoy it. I hear the instruments. I hear the voices. I hear the timing. I watch as they follow the director's lead. I hear the blend of the four parts. I hear the message. But God help us above all that to see it is you that they're giving their best to. And then as the choir sang tonight, the hallelujah chorus. What an amazing song. What, what, I mean, it's just in a category of its own. Every part of it. I mean, even when they're different parts singing and you can listen and hear them distinctly and yet the blend, all of that is beautiful. But it's not near as beautiful as the one we sing it to. I've used the illustration before. I'll use it again in closing. I've attended a lot of big events as far as Christianity is concerned, Bible preaching, conferences, choirs. I've not attended performances or anything. I'm not talking about that, but I'm, I'm talking about I've been in large church services and large choirs. And, but when I attended the inauguration, I, 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 was just, I was impressed with everything about it, the security the organization of the seating. The ushers were military personnel in their dress uniforms. The professionalism. As the Marine Corps band played the patriotic music, it was just a moving experience. But all of it came down to one purpose, and that was the inauguration of a president. And the president would lay his hand on the Bible and take 
the oath of office. The thought that came to my mind when he laid his hand on the Bible, the judge in his black robe standing before him, and he raising his right hand, everyone standing in attention. The crowd of people had gone from faces to a sea of people. I thought, won't it be an amazing thing when they crown Jesus the king? The choirs of heaven singing. I don't know who all the musicians will be. I don't know who, but, but I thought, I mean, what a moving experience as I was standing there. A military serviceman in his dress and standing at attention. I watched his tears came down his cheek. And I thought, won't it be wonderful when we crown him king? So I say tonight, let's give it our best when we sing, but let's not make the song the standard. Let's make the God of the song the standard. When we preach, let's give it our best. Let's give it our gold. But let's not make the preacher or the sermon the standard. Let's make the God of the sermon the standard. When we serve, let's give it our best. But it's not just the servant and what they do that's the standard. It's the God that we serve. Stand with me. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed as you walk through stores. And it's almost as if it's everywhere outside you hear the sound of Christmas and I wonder how few ever think of the words or the person that they're singing about may it not be true of you and I may it not be true of God's people but we would recognize that song is beautiful that song is powerful that song is majestic ah but greater than that song is the Savior Heavenly Father I pray that tonight